In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about how a lot of people are wrong about the idea of niched content. So I'm gonna break it all down for you. Grab your cup tumbler or mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you'll learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time here, I want to let you know that the comments on this show are brought to you from the comment section of my YouTube channel or from the form on the commentsovercoffee.com website. So if you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, head over to commentsovercoffee.com and put it in the form. And as long as I haven't answered it here before, I will put it in the queue. Doesn't matter how complicated or how simple the question may seem. If I haven't answered it, I will answer it here on the show if I haven't before. So I also want to let you know that if you are a content creator and you want to know the best things to use for what it is that you're doing on YouTube in terms of video editing software, YouTube growth um, software, you know, like TubeBuddy that'll help you grow your channel by helping you find the right video ideas and things like that. You want to know the right captioning software to use. You want to know the right audio processing software to use and all of that stuff without having to filter through all the stuff that sucks. I have a personally curated list of resources that you can find at best creatortools.com. Again, that's bestcreatortools.com. It's everything that you need for your YouTube channel, including services in terms of people that help you make thumbnails, social media lawyers, that kind of stuff as well. Okay, so today's comment comes from Payton. Payton says, I'm wanting to start a YouTube channel and I have an insane amount of ideas for creating videos to help people. The problem is that these ideas are all over the place. Can a channel be successful if it's not centered around one specific niche? The content would dive into a number of different niches, but would ultimately be focused on personal development, self-improvement, just in a variety of ways. Can something like that gain traction? I would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks, Peyton. Peyton, thank you for the question here that you left, and you also put in here, super grateful for all of your content advice. Huge congrats to you on crossing 500,000 subscribers, so thank you for that congratulatory message as well. But when it comes to niching down content, a lot of people think of this in an incorrect way, in my opinion. And what I mean by that is a lot of people will think that when you are niching down your content, that you can only make one video on one or one type of video on one specific thing. But the way niching down works isn't about necessarily only the videos that you're making. It's more about who it is that you're making videos for. So let me give you an example. If you are doing certain type of content that serves let's say, single moms. In that situation, then you would be catering all of the content that is on your channel towards that single mom. Now, once you got everything rolling a little bit, you would start to notice, hey, every time I put out a video like this, then the single moms that my channel is getting in front of, they tend to respond to this more. So what you can do in that situation is you can say, okay, this type of thing is something they respond to more, so I'm gonna start making more of this. But that doesn't mean that you have to stop making the other stuff as long as it's still for single moms. Now, if you are focused 100% on growth, like you're like, hey, I'm trying to accelerate this thing, then in that case, then you might want to default to always making that one type of video, you know, that they're responding to the most. But if you're saying, okay, I'm trying to provide a service here that is also benefiting me and it's also helping me grow my channel, it's also helping me drive attention to certain things and so on, then what you can do in that situation is you have those triggers, so to speak, to where every single time you make a video on a certain range of topics, then your specific audience responds to that, regardless of the content that you make or the type of content you make, that the specific audience or the specific person that you're trying to reach, they respond to that 
topic set a lot. For example, I'm going to use myself as an example because if you're listening to this, there's a really good chance that you also are subscribed to my YouTube channel. If not, then you definitely need to go over and subscribe to my channel. You can find it at Nick Nimmin, same shameless self-promotion there. But basically on my channel, if you look at my content, if I make videos about getting views and getting subscribers, those always do well. It doesn't matter how I frame it. If it's about more ways to generate views, more ways to generate subscribers, those typically do well because that's a broad thing that serves the content creators that are basically getting the ball rolling that I'm trying to reach. So because of that, that puts that huge solution in front of a very wide audience that is looking for the solution to that particular problem of trying to get more views and trying to get more subscribers. So that's one of the triggers that I know, regardless of the other type of content that I make for my channel, this is the stuff that always gets the response. Now, the same exact thing applies in the other direction. So part of my audience is live streamers. So since they are also content creators, since they also find value for my channel and they also find value in the other YouTube content that I have on my channel, when I do make videos about live streaming, let's say when I make videos about Streamlabs or how to set up your OBS, your live streaming software, anything like that, in that situation, that's just another pillar of my content, but the audience that I'm serving is the same, it's just a little bit smaller. So basically what I'm doing is I'm taking my main audience, which is content creators, and I'm segmenting it down into live streaming content creators. So by doing that, I also alienate a large portion of my audience as well. All the people that don't have, they don't live stream, they don't care about live streaming and all that. So what happens when I make a video on live streaming is I might get less views out of the gate, but YouTube is still over time going to show those videos to the right people out of my audience that are live streaming, that do respond to live streaming content from a topical standpoint. So when it comes to niching, I'm not breaking outside of the YouTube content creator audience in that situation, I'm just segmenting the audience down a little bit. Now, this can go to an extreme. I put out another video, live streaming based. It was about how to do a live call-in show. Now, when I made that specific video on how to do a live call-in show, what I did there is I segmented the audience even more. I took it from content creators that are trying to get the ball rolling on YouTube and trying to have a deeper understanding of what's going on on YouTube, looking for the right tools to use for YouTube and all that. And I took it to a subsection, which is live streamers. And then I took it down even more, which is live streamers that care about having somebody come on to their live stream and not just come on, but actually taking a call. And because I segmented so hard on that one, that was another one where the video didn't perform hardly at all because it was such a sub segment of my audience. Now, in your situation, how you need to be thinking about niche content, I hope that example resonated a little bit but how you need to be thinking when you are making your content is with the videos that I'm putting out, even though it might not be about a specific thing, is it still a great fit, not just an okay fit, kind of like my live streaming call-in show, but is it a great fit like the live streaming content or the YouTube tips content or even the mobile pillar that I have where I talk about doing things on your phone? Is it a great fit for that specific person or that specific group of people that I'm trying to reach with my content? If the answer is yes, go ahead and make the video. Go ahead and make the video and then over time start looking for patterns on what people respond to more than others. And then through those patterns, you're gonna start noticing your triggers. And those triggers are basically the content that every single time you put it out, doesn't matter what it is, every single time that you put it out, your audience responds to that specific pillar of content. 
compared to some of the other stuff that you put out to where you'll get views on it. People come in, they interact. They're like, hey, it's a great video. They enjoyed it. They get value from it, but they might not respond in terms of clicking on it and watching it for a long period of time compared to your trigger content, so to speak, that they always click on. They always come in and watch for an extended period of time because it really deeply resonates with them. Now, when you are looking at niching content this way, then one of those things that you do when you do find those triggers is you have to make that decision on exactly what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And this is why knowing what it is that you want out of your channel, why it is that you're making videos for YouTube, how you're trying to serve the people that are watching your content. This is why having all of that information lined out is really important because as you start noticing, hey, when I make videos about these particular things, people really respond to them, they share them, they really engage with them in a deeper way then in that situation, what you have is with those triggers is you have to make that choice on, okay, should I just start focusing more on this in order to grow the channel and like really serve the broad scope of my audience? Or is it still okay in my situation to start putting out, you know, some of this other content that still gets views, still gets engagement, still adds value, but it's just not as powerful as the other content. And that of course is going to come down to the specific goals that you have. But in a nutshell, to kind of bring this whole thing back together, when you're thinking of niching your content, yes, it happens at a topical level, but at a deeper level, it's topical, but it's more so the audience that you're trying to reach and making sure that all of the content that you're putting out, or at least most of the content that you're putting out, but if you get really good at it, it'd be all the content or a majority of the content that you're putting out to make sure that it is right for that ideal person or group of people that you're trying to reach and serve with your content. So instead of thinking of it as, I just need to play this one game. If you're a gamer, then you would think of it as, okay, well, if I'm playing a first person shooter game, what other first person shooter games can I play that are in alignment with this first person shooter game in terms of, you know, if I'm playing Call of Duty, what's another game that I would be uh, likely to play or that a lot of people that play Call of Duty also play? And then that would allow you to kind of widen yourself out a little bit and start playing that game as well on your channel if you, it was something else that you were into. Same exact thing happens if, let's say, that you are a beauty channel and you're like, hey, I'm making these makeup tutorials and people are starting to know me for the makeup tutorials. But that person that I'm trying to reach is somebody that's trying to make themselves look good or they're trying to feel good. So because of that, if I were to mix in some motivational content from time to time, or maybe if I were to mix in some fashion from time to time or anything else that helps people look good or feel good based on what your audience responds to on the look or feel good side, if I'm trying to make content that makes people look or feel good, and currently that's just makeup, well, if I want to create another pillar of content, then I just need to make sure that I'm serving that audience of people that is trying to, you know, look or feel better. And then in that situation, that kind of opens you up a little bit to be able to create an additional type of content to serve that same type of viewer. So that is a better way to look at niching your content instead of looking at it as, hey, I'm just niching down on my content. Look at it as I'm making several different pillars of content that all serve that same ideal audience member or group of people that make up your audience. Now, I do want to let you know that this is a quick announcement. I just want to give you a reminder in case you have not found it yet. If you are a Reddit user, I do want to let you know that we do still have our subreddit. Um, you can find that at Y, the letter Y, tubers.com. Um, it will just redirect you right to the subreddit so you can find it there. And I would also love to know your thoughts about the show. So please leave a written review and let me know your feedback. Let me know what you think about, you know, what it is that you're hearing. If you think it's good, if you think it's bad, whatever 
your thoughts are, please let me know through a written review on iTunes. That would be fantastic. It also lets other people know, you know, if this is worth listening to or not. And to learn about YouTube and online video even more, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet. I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.